everyone, it's Em and Lip, and we're your meta sidekicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're re-recording our Spirit Guide podcast because it turned out to be really not quality in the first one, so. Our microphones, we didn't know how to use them at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, interesting. We recorded two episodes in one day, and then when I went to go edit them they were all gone it's not like we were in a really gross bathroom talking underneath the door so we're gonna save you (laughs) (laughs) so this is take two of our zodiac sign cast did i say spirit guides i bet you i did probably probably we have too many things next one's spirit guides so you can tune in for that one after this but uh if you want access to the original one that sounds like we're in a bathroom speaking under a door that's going to be on our tier one of patreon which is also soon to come out so if you want that sign up for our patreon yeah when we get a patreon yeah it's happening it's slowly happening oh yeah for sure also we just hit a thousand subscribers on tiktok or followers whatever you call them oh wait do we have the noise on here uh (laughs) that's good enough i don't know what it is i can't hear them you can't hear them that one's scary We're just going to go with that. Okay. (laughs) None of them are right. You're welcome. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about the zodiac signs, and we're going to start with the big three. The big three are your sun, moon, and rising signs, and they're basically like the core zodiac signs that you can have that really influence not only each other, but you as a whole. We do have to disclaim that if you want full comprehensive information on your zodiac sign, you should get your birth chart done because that is everything that you need to know basically and how everything influences each other and I I don't know you go into a lot of things I've had a couple psychic readings and they do birth chart stuff and it makes no sense to me yeah your entire birth chart affects even your big three so you need to know the full information before actually deciding on anything (laughs) so that's your disclaimer we're just talking about the big three but if you want all the information do a birth chart because that's really where you're going to get the meat and potatoes and we should do one of those too Get a psychic and have them read their birth charts. That'll be also really telling, I feel like. Yeah, we could do that. I could talk to the psychic, our psychic lady. You have a psychic lady? Her name's Teresa. Hmm. She has big hair and it's nice. We can promote her business. I really enjoy doing that. It's fun. Yeah, she's cute. She's the one that I gave a reading to when she was giving me a reading. (laughs) We'll talk about that. All right, so we're going to start with the sun sign. And your sun sign represents your conscious mind and your will to live and your creative life force. It derives your life's purpose and it's your ego or inner adult. So it censors what's called your inner child, which is a different sign, but it is what keeps your rationale and your rational thinking in check. So if you have an idea or something is influencing you, this is going to be the part of your brain that first processes it and tries to make a decision. Yeah, so my sun sign is Aries, and it is shown strictly through my actions. So I don't necessarily think about or think things through like an Aries. I just act upon those tendencies. It's also because Aries are impulsive. Yeah, it also makes sense from that, too. So, you know. (laughs) That's really interesting that your inner adult is an Aries, which is, like, contradictory in and of itself. Yeah. (laughs) So this represents our personality and the present moment or the here and now as well. And it's our reasoning opposed to our instinct. And on a physiological basis, our sun sign dominates our actions, life purpose, and the style in which we leave our mark during this life. And also our sun sign rules the sign of Leo, which is probably why I relate to Leo so much. Mm. It makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. You have a lot of Leo. (laughs) Yeah. So Emma's an Aries, and she can go into more about that. So the biggest thing with my Aries is I am impulsive, and I don't like to commit to one thing. So when I was in college, I started as a horse major, and then I transferred to an art major, which very much don't relate. And then I graduated and went back for a game design major, and then now I'm trying to be a YouTuber, which also doesn't relate. So it's just a little bit of everything. Also, Aries, they don't think about doing things. They just act upon and fix as they go. So a lot of times they learn things the hard ways, which is great for a YouTube channel because you just don't care about all this pressure. You just you just start. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing that is very Aries that I have is Aries are perceived as leaders. But the thing with that is they don't 
want to be a leader. They also don't want to be a follower. They are very in tune with their individuality. So the reason why I say that, like people think that they're leaders because A, they will not follow someone else because they're too about themselves. They don't actually want to lead in the sense that they make selfish decisions because they are leading themselves. It's kind of like uh, every man for themselves kind of mentality. So (laughs) that's not a good leader. (laughs) People just think they're leaders because they're just literally leading themselves down a (laughs) chute. Oh gosh. Yeah, I could see that. You're just so intently doing whatever you want because you're an Aries and you're like, I have this idea. I'm going to act on it. And then people are like, oh my God, you're so cool. I'm going to follow you. And then you're like, wait, why are you following me? I don't want you here. This is my area get out of yeah. here <laughs> like Aries are about the following but they're not going to make decisions for you they're going to make decisions for themselves <laughs> you should also say that the sign of Aries is the ram yeah so I really think that's full-headed <laughs> yeah I definitely think of Aries as like little tiny like rams on the mountain and they're just always either butting heads with other people doing their own thing or like yeeting themselves off the side of a cliff yeah I think Aries is the war god right yeah so that basically is symbolized through Aries with that like very fiery passion where if you try to cross an Aries, they're going to blow up at you. <laughs> and then you're going to get yeeted off the mountain. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> with their big thick skull. It's funny. And then I think you mentioned in the last video that you don't really relate to your Aries so much yeah. or fit stereotypes like my mother is an Aries and I wouldn't know that. Emma's an Aries unless she told me, honestly. I kind of think that she's more of a Pisces and I get along with a lot of Pisces too. But you mentioned that your Mars house is in Pisces. Yeah. So Mars rules Aries and my Mars is specifically in Pisces, which is kind of like the opposite of an Aries. So it really chills down all of my fieriness. Like if you cross me, I'm just not going to care enough to do anything about it, whereas other Aries are going to blow up at you. But you also get emotional about it, which usually Aries oh, yeah. don't. No, Aries are very emotional. Really? But they, they aren't emotional in front of people. Well, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It's literally a running joke that Aries are <laughs> the, the most emotional sign. Oh, really? Yeah, but they, they don't do it in front of people. They do it behind the scenes, if that makes sense. It makes sense. Because they're too about themselves, they can't in front of people i just think it's crazy that your dominant sign is an aries but then since you have pisces in you it just waters it down because pisces is a water sign it's so weird yeah i have a lot of characteristics that do not go together yeah i think what you have no you have two fire signs and then an earth sign which we're getting into which i'm pretty sure my earth sign is like the opposite of an aries i would have to look that up Yeah, go for it while I talk about myself. (laughs) So my sun sign, and I want to say that the reason I most identify with it, at least before I did this research, was because sun signs are usually like the thing that you do. They're the... Your sun sign is the most commercialized sign that people can do. So like if you're going to take a BuzzFeed quiz and it's like, what is my zodiac sign? And you like plug in your birth date, then it'll give you your sun sign. Yeah, it's the easiest one because you just need to know what month you're born in and what day Whereas the other ones, you need to know what time and what location you're in and all that. Yeah, and that goes into your birth chart. So I I used to think that the reason I identify with my sun sign so much is just because I know so much about it because it's so commercialized. But it makes sense that when I was doing this research for our podcast that the sun sign rules the sign of Leo. (laughs) It's like, here's your sun sign, but also it's influenced by your birth chart strongly. So I'm a Leo, and if you don't know the sign for leo it's a lion and it's the sign that governs the heart which i think is cute because i have a very emotional person (laughs) um so the most stereotypical characteristics of a leo is that they're loud they like to be the center of attention they're very vain things like that but i want to say that the only reason leos are like that isn't necessarily because we're so full of ourselves it's because as a leo we have to be a leader at a moment's notice So I would say the reason that I usually try to dress nice or am confident and things like that outwardly is because when I walk into a room, I feel like I have to present myself in a way that if something happens, the people around me need to feel like they can trust me in a situation. It's also that Leos are overly self-conscious of how other people are perceived. So they're 
self-conscious of how they are perceived by other people. So a Leo can look at a complete stranger, not speak to them at all, and get personality traits from them just by the way that they're standing. Yes, and then we adapt to see how we need to represent ourselves in that situation. Yeah. 100%, which is why at a moment's notice, we try to always look nice and we always try to be the center of attention and things like that. One of the signs or characteristics that I really relate to with my Leo sign is loyalty and a sense of family or like maternal or paternal kind of characteristics. I'm very protective of the people that I associate myself with. And as a biology person, I like to relate it to like how actual lions are in the wild, like their family structure. Oh yeah, the prides. Yeah. (laughs) So Leo is known to be a very prideful sign. And I think that's kind of funny because I take it literally and figuratively. So the social structures of Leo's is their families are called prides and they don't all have to be related. Sometimes they can be from different families um, and then integrate to make one family. And personally, I don't have a lot of family. So my friends are my family. So I take them very seriously. And if anybody tries to hurt them, I Leo's are someone that usually won't stick up for themselves. They will stick up for other people. Right. 100%. So if someone is annoying me, someone's like, you should stick up for yourself. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. I don't really want to. It's, it's not, it's fine. But if someone messes with somebody that I love, oh my God, it's not okay. That person that. (laughs) That's where your fire comes out. Yeah. That's where my fire comes out. Oh, the other thing is uh, with lions and their social structures, there's the male lions that are only there to protect the pride and, you know, do dude stuff, but they love to just sit under trees and lick their paws and look nice. And make some noises, which is really what Leos like to do. But then the other side of a Leo is like lionesses that go out and get stuff done. And I would say personally, I struggle a lot with either something needs to get done now and it's it, it's happening now. Like time management, it's not something I can do. Either I need to get it done now or I'm not getting it done now. There's no in between. So is that a Leo thing? I want to say it could be just because I switch so much from a characteristic of I have to go out and take care of people and I have to do things for other people and I have to do things just now and get things done and take care of everything. Mm, I and feel then, like that might also be your other signs interfering. Aries. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that Leo struggle with one looking good and doing nothing or doing everything and taking care of everybody because that's just the social structure, I guess. Yeah, Leos like to take care of things, and they're very conscious of how they look doing it. Yes, and we don't necessarily want to be leaders. Like, everybody says that Leo the lion is the king of the jungle. That's just because we're perceived that way, and we work very hard to be perceived that way. But in reality, we don't really want to lead unless we have to. Leos have a lot of insecurities. 100%. That's why we have to look good. We cover up our insecurities by looking good. We just wear masks. And taking care of people. Because if we have to sit and focus about what we do for ourselves, we can't. That's why we do everything for everybody else. Mm -hmm. But people are like, they're so vain. They're so annoying. We'll get into why I hate Leos. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mask. Okay, so we're going to move on. The next sign we're going to talk about is your moon sign. Yeah. And your moon sign is what your inner child. Yes, it is. Kind of perceived through your thoughts or how you think. Yeah, your moon sign is your inner child. It is your instinctual reaction or impulsive reaction to things going on around you or your environment. And it's the unconscious mind. Yeah. It's what your sun sign is always trying to keep in check. (laughs) That's why your sun sign is your ego. So you think through everything, but then your inner child and your moon sign is like, no, we have to do this now. It's like a a process. Yeah. So my moon sign is a Virgo, which like I said, is pretty much, it's incompatible with an Aries. They are very opposite characteristics. It says that Virgo's symbol is the agricultural goddess rooted in material world and governed by Mercury, the messenger or the planet of communication, which is crazy because you love to talk to people or have people talk to you. And it's also my thoughts are literally an inner monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Communication. Yeah, Virgo and Gemini are ruled by Mercury, which is the messenger god. Aries? Virgo. Virgo and Gemini. Ah, got it. (laughs) Which is why Brad's like that. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why you guys get along. (laughs) Yeah. 
So my moon sign is a Virgo, which is very opposite of an Aries. And I feel like with my Virgo, I show this a lot through my thoughts. So I think of things in like a list or a very organized manner. And Virgos are very known for getting like a disarray of information and being able to organize it into a very well analyzed list. Yeah. A cohesive list. Like we can tell you exactly how things that shouldn't relate do relate. Because your brain works like a computer. Yeah, my brain works like a computer. And it's funny because Mercury actually rules Virgo. And Mercury is the god of communication. He's the messenger god. And it makes sense because my thoughts are kind of like an inner monologue. And I get along very well with a Gemini who also is ruled by Mercury. They like to talk outwardly where (laughs) I support that kind of communication, if that makes sense. Yeah. But what's really interesting is how my Aries and my Virgo kind of interact with each other because obviously they're very opposite. So how I see it is my Virgo is very organized, but my Aries wants to do things without thinking. So my Virgo kind of keeps my Aries in check by saying how we're going to do these crazy thoughts that my Aries decides to just start. But that's also kind of the opposite of how it works. <laughs> yeah, your inner adult is an Aries, but your inner child is a Virgo. Aries are impulsive, but Virgos aren't. So it's weird that your child is a, like a grounding sign. Yeah, and that your inner adult is supposed to keep your inner, inner child, child in, in check. check. Yeah. So we figured out the last time I recorded this that it actually does that, but it kind of yin and yangs itself because they're so opposites. When I was a child, I was painfully shy, painfully shy. So the connection with that is that my Aries gives me the balls to actually speak up for myself or to do things because otherwise me being a Virgo, I just wouldn't. I'd just be in the background my whole life. Mm-hmm. So your Aries eggs your Virgo on to like show itself basically. Yeah, the story I said in the last one. It was a Brig Myers test, right? That you had to do in school. Oh yeah. I had to take a Myers Briggs test in high school. And what was crazy is there's like a section of the quiz where you are evaluated on how like outgoing you are or if you're very shy. And I specifically got 20 points in each one of those sections so I got 20 points for extrovert and I got 20 points for introvert and it's crazy because that that literally defines my signs so I got 20 points for Aries and 20 points for Virgo (laughs) (laughs) but yeah when I was a child I was so shy that when I was going into kindergarten I refused to talk to the people that were testing me because you have to get tested to make sure that you have enough knowledge and will thrive in kindergarten. They thought I wasn't fit for kindergarten because I refused to speak to the questioner person. And my mom's like, no, she's she knows the answer. She's just too afraid to tell you the answers. Oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. So it's your Aries that makes you talk. Yeah. But then also your Aries is like, where you get all your ideas, but then your Virgo keeps your Aries in check and it's like, we need to make lists first. We're going to need to figure out how this is going to work. Oh, it's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> I love it. All right. So my moon sign is Aries. And I think that's hilarious, which is like another overlap of how Em and I get along. Yeah. All of our signs are very much the same. There's only one that's different and it's still an earth sign. <laughs> yeah. So mine is fire on fire. So I have my sun sign which is a leo which is a fire sign and then i have my moon sign which is an aries which also is a fire sign it makes so much sense that my maternal loyal confident mom sign of a leo is the one that keeps you in check yes (laughs) because otherwise your aries is gonna be like no fuck everyone yep it's it's about me Uh uh-huh it's all about a me party yeah and it's it's interesting though too because my aries keeps my leo in check because a lot of the times like if i'm Mm. going to like walmart i feel self-comp conscious I feel self-conscious and I feel like even if I'm going somewhere at like nine or ten o'clock at night I need to look nice because at any point I have to feel like the people that are perceiving me can do it confidently and that I'm not being looked down on Leos are very insecure that is why we put so much time and effort into our outward appearance and like masking things so my Aries is the part that goes Screw it. You look fine, girl. Go wherever you want. It's 10 o'clock at night. You're going to Walmart. Who's going to see you? Some squid billy that lives 
20 miles in the opposite direction or something like you yeah. know your Aries also thinks that you can get a thousand things done <laughs> in one hour <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and my Aries really plays on to my Leo side of we need to do things now or we do things not now and my Aries sign is the one that's like we have to do everything now which and is then your Leo is like no we can't <laughs> I'm too insecure about it I can't do it but your Aries is like no we need to do it now we yeah. can't do anything until we do this now. Yeah. And I struggle <laughs> with making lists, which is also why M's Virgo-ness is great for me because <laughs> my Aries like, we're going to do this, 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 and that. Because you have a disarray of information from being an Aries and my Virgo organizes it into a list for you. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to do that. So thanks, <laughs> Virgo That's what M. it does to me. <laughs> uh, what else? I would say my Aries is the one thing that keeps my insecurities in check and trying to kind of gives me a little bit more of actual confidence, not just masked confidence. And it helps mm-hmm. with my creative side of my Leo because the things that my Leo side is like, eh, we don't really have to do this. gives you the balls instead of having you be insecure about your ideas. I would also say my airy side is the side that helps me stick up for myself because as yeah. a Leo, I don't do anything <laughs> for myself. I do everything for everybody else and not my own. Uh, so when I do do things for myself, it's my airy side that really has to be like, Screw it. You're going to do it for yourself because you're a bad mamma jamma. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I want to say that my airy side is probably the reason that we're doing this podcast and our YouTube channel. Is it though? It's also my Leo side too because you asked me and I was like, I love M. We're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah. I was literally thinking about asking you for months, but I was like, she's going to think I'm taking advantage of her. I can't do this. It's not going to work out. No. (laughs) And then she's never going to talk to me because she's just going to start hating me because we're spending all this time together. No. So I asked her and she was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think your Aries actually gets you to do it with me. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're just insecure about doing it. Oh, I'm 100% insecure about doing all of this. Making this business with you has been the biggest like external leap that I've done (laughs) in a really long time. And it's 100%. 100%. Well, it's 50-50. I would say my Leo side is, we're going to help M. We're going to do this because we love M. <laughs> and it's a good idea for M too because she needs this. But then my airy side is like, you need to get out of your box. What are you doing? We're on top of this mountain by ourselves, and we should just yeet ourselves off of it and join M. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because our personalities are the same because of those two signs. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. It makes me happy. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the rising sign. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. We should also point out that Leos don't usually want to yell, but if we have to, we will. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you, got, you got that fire thing. You'll yell to defend someone else, though. Yes, but I won't yell for myself. Right. And if I do <laughs> yell for myself, it's because my Aries talked to my Leo side oh, and they agreed. <laughs> they and now, agreed. And now you have a big old bonfire from hell coming at you and it's not good it's so like it's all fire yeah usually if i get in arguments with like my fiance <sighs> i have to say it like that because it's fun fiance. yeah if he does something and it bothers me usually my leo side is my mom's side and i'm like it's not a big deal it's it's not whatever it's just let it happen but then something does happen and it pushes my airy side over the cliff and it like joins my leo and there's just i'm yelling at you and I'm not holding back because Aries are impulsive. My Leo side keeps my impulsive Aries side in check. Right. And is like, don't say anything to anybody because it's not a big deal. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But then if I do get pushed over that edge, the Aries just goes out and it's not good. I will say anything that's on my mind and anything yeah. that has been on my mind for like four months. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So rising sign. Your rising sign is what you use to mask yourself. It is your very much your true self. I believe your rising sign is in your house of self. So it is who you truly are. I know I'm not reading your piece of paper. No, I know. That's fine. <laughs> you can read it. <laughs> I know what an ascendant sign is. Yeah, it's the mask that you wear when you're in new environments or situations. And it's what people see, but not necessarily what you see, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's more like you're in denial of it. Because and I, you cover it up with your other signs. Interesting. Because that's 100% that's happening with me. <laughs> it also says that it's created by the trauma in your childhood or your upbringing, not necessarily trauma, but like just how you were raised to be too, which makes sense. <laughs> well, I feel like it's just how you respond to things. Well, okay. So your trauma is 
like deep seated in your rising sign because that's like who you truly are. But how you're raised, your rising sign dictates how you react to being raised in a certain way. Interesting. <laughs> like me and my sister were both raised in a certain environment, but she reacted differently because she has a different house of self. Got She's it. A different rising sign. Yeah. <laughs> Where she is more outspoken and is going to speak up for herself, and I'm 100% not going to. <laughs> so your rising sign is your true self that you hide because the other signs cover it up. Yeah, it's like what makes you vulnerable because it's your true self and you don't want other people to take advantage of you. That's why it causes trauma. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your rising sign? My rising sign is Leo. Which is why we're friends too. Uh -huh. That's why I understand <laughs> everything that you say about Leo. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, we're very emotional. My Leo is shown through my mask. Which the mask I wear for Leo is I pretend to be a certain person for every person that I meet. So I essentially watch you when you're interacting with me and try to portray a character that you most like would want or would most like me to be. Yeah, because as a Leo, we have to make sure that we are something for somebody else, not what we want. Yeah, but it's not something I just know that I'm doing. Well, yeah, of course. It just happens. It just happens. <laughs> That's why when you become more emotionally intelligent and do research, you can understand and psychoanalyze yourself, which is what we're doing basically, but with the zodiac signs. Yeah. Yeah, it makes so much sense. It's fun. Yeah, that's essentially my coping mechanism for my trauma. So yeah, there you go. Because if you are something for someone else, then you don't have to worry about them being like, well, why can't you do this for me? And why can't you do that for me? Well, if I'm being what you need, then you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I can't risk the fact that someone's going to judge me. So I'm just going to be exactly who the person they want yeah. at that moment. And because that's not who I am, usually I break character. They figure it out and they're like, wait a second. They're like, you're an I don't introvert? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I dress all preppy, but I'm actually a dark soul inside. <laughs> but her favorite color is pink. That's how we became friends. Yeah. We got a lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of signs that make no sense. <laughs> yeah, she's real interesting with her signs. <laughs> <laughs> So my rising sign is Capricorn and I looked up the sign for what it is and it's a sea goat and it's an earth sign skilled at navigating both the material and the emotional realms. And I think that's interesting because I'm not a very material person and my Leo sign and my Aries sign are also not material things. They're very creative and vivacious. Capricorns deal with material things as in your work. Yeah. Or like Capricorns deal with material things for the things that they need, not necessarily yeah. what they want. It's like, we have to do this so that we can have this in order to continue doing what we want. Yeah, and that also plays in with the rest of your traits, too. Yeah, it's the one grounding sign of my giant fireball of energy that tries to organize those other aspects. But I also think it it's... It tries to support them. Yes. Because you need to be, like, on your game all the time when you're a, a Capricorn. Yeah. But you also have to be on your game all the time when you're at Leo. So they play into each other. Well, in different ways. I would say that my Leo is the sign that everybody sees on the outside when I have to be a Leo. But my Capricorn is the one in the background that's like taking notes on everything that my Leoness is doing and organizing it. So if I get like a creative idea or I feel like I have to do something for somebody, my Capricorn is like, okay, we're Here's taking note of all of it. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, Capricorns are all about, this is my five-year plan and I'm going to take step-by-step <laughs> to the T, and we're going to be very successful while we do it. Yeah, and then I think it's also interesting that it's material and emotional because Aries are very emotional and Leos are also very emotional, but on different signs. sides of the spectrum. So like yeah. Aries are emotional to the point where they're like impulsive emotional, whereas Leos are like somber emotional. They're like empaths. Yeah, I would say my emotional side for my Leoness is towards others and how yeah. I feel about other things. And then my Aries emotional sign is how I feel about myself and towards only me. Yep. So I have both sides of the emotional everything, just so, so many emotions. It's ridiculous <laughs> at all times. Like That's I'm the person. A grounding sign. <laughs> I'm the person that is in the car and a song comes on and I start crying because the chords are 
too much. Because you feel the emotion of the person who's playing it. <laughs> I have too many neurons firing at one time. Oh, for sure. So I think my Capricorn side is the side that also takes notes of all my emotions and tries to understand them. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to understand my emotions because I'm so constantly feeling them at all times. <laughs> right. It's kind of like your step back so you can look at your emotions. Yeah. And then I also think it's interesting that it's your mask because I've recently started a new job. And as a Capricorn rising, they said that the traits are very analytical and you come off as cold to people. But it's only because you're trying to be practical and businesslike and focus yeah. on things in a very detailed manner. You're a realist. Yes. And people view that as a negative. Which is weird because... Because that's how, that's how I work too because I'm a Virgo and I have a lot of Capricorn tendencies. But it's only when I'm around people and my Leo side says, this is how you have to be. Let your Capricorn side shine. Yeah. And then people are off put by it. But that's oh, not yeah. who I am. <laughs> and it, my Capricorn side is also the side that I show people when I don't like somebody. <laughs> when my Leo side has determined that these people aren't worth my time because I've psychoanalyzed them so in depth that I'm like, I don't like them. I don't want to be a part of them. So I'm just going to put my Capricorn mask on and do what I have to do and then get out of here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the people at my office, and if you know me and I, you kind of are getting to know me through the podcast, I'm a very outgoing person when I need to be. Mm -hmm. But in the office, they're like, why are you so quiet? You don't talk very much, do you? Because I don't want to be here. Yeah. And my boss has literally told me that I need to be less. Your boss, the Aquarius. Yeah. Less. The exact opposite of a Leo. <laughs> He's told me that I need to be less detail oriented. And I'm like, that makes no sense. We're trying to run a business and you want me to be less of a perfectionist. <laughs> and my Capricorn side is like, this makes no sense. We're done with him. We're not going to talk to We're not going to be successful if we're not perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so dumb. It makes mm -hmm. me so angry. All right, so I think that my Capricorn sign is the only sign that grounds my fire signs. Well, yeah, it's a earth sign. M's Virgo-ness also helps ground me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you why I hate your Leo. Please, <laughs> and I'll tell you why your Virgo makes me uh, insecure even more. <laughs> yeah, okay, so there's two signs that I absolutely can't stand. <laughs> the first one is Pisces, and that's more so over Leo. And the reason why I don't like a Pisces is because of my Aries. So Pisces are like super, super emotional, but when they like get triggered by people, it's very much you as a Pisces do not see yourself as being the problem. Even if someone's saying you're doing this and you're doing that, you will never be convinced that you are the problem. It's always the other person attacking you. And that's why I can't do a Pisces. <laughs> Interesting. I love Pisces. I've had a lot of Pisces friends. And I yeah. thought you were a Pisces when we first became friends. Because I have a Pisces Mars. <laughs> so you're like, I, I have, have Pisces. I, have I also lot hate of Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> I have a lot of Pisces traits. A lot of them. But because I'm an Aries, I will never hold things to myself or think that I am not at fault. I'm an Aries, so if I'm at fault... I'm going to tell you I'm at fault and I'm going to own it because I'm the best at everything because I'm an Aries. But I also think that your Virgo side gets involved with your... Oh, my Virgo side <laughs> won't let me speak. <laughs> what do you mean? If someone's coming at me, my Virgo's going to be like, eh, we're not going to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, but your Aries side comes out and your Vir yeah. your Virgo feeds your Aries list. My Virgo of <laughs> I need to be right in every situation. And if you're wrong, I'm going to prove to you in every angle i possibly can how you're wrong but and she does you, it in a rapid fire manner oh and yeah it really freaks me out and makes because, me uncomfortable because i see all of the angles at once in one second <laughs> it overwhelms me yeah but for leo leo's the other one that i don't like and it, that's solely because when i look at leo's i am solely looking into my trauma <laughs> of having to be something that you're not <sighs> it's so much more than that <laughs> What do you mean? Like controlling a situation to get out of an uncomfortable situation with someone else? Like the reason why I have anxiety and mental illness is because I'm a Leo. So when I see other people struggling with their Leo tendencies that they can't get out of, I see that as my trauma. I get to watch it over and over and over again. And it's, yeah, it's something like I trigger. don't know how to change. Got it. Yeah. It's like how twin flames are triggering towards each other usually you can't be with your twin flame because it's too much that's how a leo is for me <laughs> interesting well then what is it like being next to me all the time <laughs> exactly you talking here i'm like mm. 
This whole week, my spirit guides have been like, this is all of your Leo vulnerability. You're going to look at it every day for the rest of your life until you get the fuck over it. (laughs) So I'm here to help you. (laughs) Which I'll tell you about the next one. The next podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like Leo because I don't like looking at my trauma. (laughs) The only thing that bothers me about M is my brain works a little bit less like a computer than hers. (laughs) Yeah. It's even even faster because I'm an Aries. Yeah. But then her Virgo feeds her Aries lists and then her Aries comes at me with all of these lists that her Virgo's giving her and it's just like boom, 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 boom. And it has to be fast as possible because I'm an Aries. Yeah. So it overwhelms me because it's too fast. And then sometimes I think that I'm onto something and then she's like, no, you're wrong because of this, 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 this. And I'm just like, I cannot even process the reasons on why I'm wrong right now. And it's, oh, it's making me feel. And I can analyze each reason to give you more list. Well, my Capricorn was making the list on why they thought they were cool. And my Leo was like, yeah, you're going to do good. And this might help the person that you're talking to. So we could do this. We could try and talk about who we actually are, not what this person wants us to be. And then my Aries is like, yeah, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be okay. And then your Virgo comes out and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, oh, I was insecure in the first place. So now I'm really insecure. I'm just never going to talk again because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's funny that all our signs are the same except for the Virgo and the Capricorn because they have similar tendencies. But Capricorns have it together and Virgos do not. In the sense of Virgos are just literally analyzing absolutely everything that comes in. And we analyze our analyzations. So we're just a whole ball of nervous energy <laughs> ah makes sense yeah <laughs> that's fun i like it oh what else did i write down on this three pages of stuff that i did at work oh we were gonna do the pop culture things yeah so we, we were, we're okay we're gonna talk about popular movies and tv shows and discuss what each character what we think their science would be yeah we're so, gonna start with harry potter yeah because <laughs> everyone in our age group knows harry potter and if you don't well yeah. If you don't, you're living under a rock. You at least know of them, whether the point you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. We did. Okay, Harry. Yeah, I told you Air, that he's an Aries. Harry's. Harry is an Aries. <laughs> say that 10 times fast. <laughs> yeah, say it. Harry is an Aries. Harry, Harry, Harry is an Aries. Oh, you got to say it three times Harry, first. Harry is an Aries, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, when we did this the first time, I was like, no, he's a Leo. And then Emily's. Every, what everyone else thinks he's a Leo, too, though. There you go. There goes Emily's Aries giving her Virgo list. And she's. He's an Aries. He's impulsive. Tell and he me doesn't why. care about anything else. He's just. I gotta do this right now. I don't care if it's gonna make you upset because I'm gonna die or anything, but I'm just gonna go do it. He eats himself off the cliff. Yeah, I'm like, with Voldemort. She's like, I don't care about my life. (laughs) So funny. I'm gonna be in the spotlight. And also, I don't want to be a leader, and I also don't want to be led by anyone else. I'm an Aries. (laughs) And there you go. (laughs) Yeah, people think he's a Leo because it represents Gryffindor or whatever. Mm -hmm. So each house has their own sign. So, like, Hermione is, she technically should have been in, what is it? Ravenclaw is that the smart Hufflepuff. one? I think it's Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw is the one where they're like real smart, right? Yes, and then Hufflepuff is like the Pisces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they think Ron's a Pisces, right? Because he's so emotional, and I'm like, but he's so okay. Okay, maybe because I haven't read the books. Did you read the books? No. What I'm oh, we're gonna get so much hate for not reading the books. <laughs> what I'm trying, what what I'm figuring out is he has more moments. Where he's, like, actually useful. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's useful, but he also, like, whines a lot. Yeah, he's always evaluating if it's worth it. (laughs) Oh, didn't we categorize him as a Taurus? Yeah, he's a Taurus. Yeah, but he has to have Pisces tendencies. Well, he has Pisces tendencies because apparently that's the house he was supposed to be in was Hufflepuff. Interesting. Yeah. So do you think that the reason they got pulled into Gryffindor is because... They were friends with Harry? No, they weren't friends with Harry in the beginning when they were being sorted into houses. The reason why people, okay, the reason people think that they were sorted into Gryffindor was because Hermione valued bravery over her knowledge because Ah. that was the one where that like took a long time for the hat to be like, I don't know what to put you in because obviously you need to be in Ravenclaw because you're like book smart smart. and for ron it was like everyone else in his family was in gryffindor so he was like i need to be in gryffindor i need to be in gryffindor so ah got it it's more like they value bravery over everything else makes sense so harry's an aries (laughs) or a leo if you want to be that kind of person 
Uh, and then Ron is a Taurus with a Pisces tendencies. What is Hermione? A Virgo. Oh, yeah. We went over this. I forgot. She's hella Virgo. Yeah. But she's more organized. So That's do you think, what a Virgo is. But you said that Virgos are organized but disorganized. Like, they have all a list, but they don't know what to do with the lists. I don't know how to explain it to you. Explain it to the people. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Emily's like, don't put me on the spotlight. I hate you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll just say that she's a Virgo. I agree. She is a Virgo. What else would she be? A Capricorn, maybe? Well, she's definitely not a Capricorn. Capricorns have one goal, and that's what they're constantly striving towards. Well, she's constantly striving to be super smart and be the best at everything that she possibly can, like, educationally. That's a Virgo. But she also has emotions, which is what they're tears her career- away from her Virgoness. They're career-driven. Virgos just want knowledge. Always knowledge, everything knowledge. They want to know everything about everything, but for no reason. But I feel like she has a she has a goal, and the goal is to be the best like witch that she can. Because she's a Virgo and she wants to be perfect. So confused. <laughs> Virgos have all these lists and they analyze everything absolutely to death, and they're perfectionists. But the reason why they have so much like disorder is because you can never reach perfection. So they're always constantly trying to do that with gaining more knowledge and gaining more analytical information but a capricorn is just solely driven towards their career so you want to understand enough so that you can be the most successful in something in your career oh but she just wants to be the best at everything Virgos just want to be perfect got it (laughs) okay who else do we have oh we put dumbledore dumbledore is a capricorn yeah people also think that um voldemort is a capricorn he's an aquarius didn't we say he was an aquarius yeah, we think he's an Aquarius. He's the bad Aquarius, though. Because <laughs> Aquariuses are the- <laughs> Take over the world! Aquariuses are the opposite of me, and my boss is an Aquarius. And either I am supposed to get along with Aquariuses, because they said that we're like two sides of the same coin, or different sides of the same coin. Like, we both have the same goal, but the way in which we go about attaining our goal is different. So when you're a Leo and you have a goal, you're attaining that goal for the purpose of somebody else. But if you're an Aquarius, you're attaining the goal for your own purposes. Yeah. So if that doesn't align with the same generalization of things, then we don't get along. And like M's dad is an Aquarius and I think he's so cute and he's so sweet and he's so nice. And he's like, you come over the house and he's like, I did this, this and that. You want to see it? And he gets real excited about it. And the reason he does all these things are like not just for him, but just like it's for him because it gives him something to do, but it benefits other people. And that yeah. is why I think it's so cute. He's got to have something else in there because he's the type of person that would find something that I would like and he would just put it in my space so that I would have it yes. without saying anything about it. And it's so cute, which is why I I get along with your dad. But yeah. my boss is like, I'm going to take over the world. And I'm going to be all about <laughs> me about it. Yes. He literally comes out of his office and talks about how he's not afraid to fail at well, least yeah. three times a week. <laughs> And I'm just like, please yeah. get down off of your soapbox. I don't want to listen to you. I have things that I have to actually do, which is why they don't like me. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Ugh. Anyways, what we were doing, we, I went on a tangent. Dumbledore me is a Capricorn. Yeah, I can Because he's say always that. striving towards his one goal. Yeah. And you said it was a selfish goal, though, because he doesn't really care about Harry. He's just using him to get rid of Dumbledore. Or not to get rid of Voldemort, right? Yeah. Like he literally grooms Harry just but so at that the he same could possibly time, die to get rid of something else. At the same time, it's like ethics because he thinks one person is going to die versus the many. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Plot twist. He doesn't die. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know that by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Snape. I think I told you that I thought Snape was a Libra because everything's very black and white to him. But I... I only know my brother who's a Libra, but M knows other people that are Libra, so our impressions of Libras like, are different. He's a water sign. I think Libra's an air sign. Well, yeah, I don't think he's a Libra. <laughs> Snape is one of my favorite characters because I read a lot of fan fiction about Harry Potter, but not the actual books. <laughs> mm. And it's so cute. It makes me sad. Yeah, because he has like... Well, he was made fun of by his... Harry's dad, but he l- was in love with Harry's mom, Lily. Yeah, he has an insane loyalty, which makes me think he's a Scorpio. Mm, but I also think a soft Malfoy's boy Scorpio, but like a hard ass on the outside makes so much sense. I also think Draco is a Scorpio for sure. He got that Scorpio stare. <laughs> he's a soft boy Scorpio. Oh, 
Yeah, I'll just agree with you. We're, we really need to have a t-shirt that says Soft Boy Scorpio. Just I know, because it's, it's I want to wear it. It's on my list. <laughs> it's so cute. You should check out our YouTube video about Soft Boy Scorpio. Em does a good job. <laughs> the Scorpio stare. Yeah, she's literally like, what is a Scorpio? And I'm like, well, this Scorpio is a Soft Boy Scorpio. And she's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> they just got so many emotions. So cute. But yeah, I think Malfoy, Draco, sorry, Draco is a Scorpio because A, he is super loyal to his family, but he's also super loyal to the school. So he kind of has inner turmoil. Yeah, same thing with Snape. <laughs> but yeah, he's super emotional and like doesn't know what to do because he is so loyal to both sides. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Scorpio. That's got to be a hard life to live. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. Okay. Um, I put Luna and Professor McGonagall. Luna is a Sagittarius because she, one of the things Sagittarius do is they, they want to travel so much because they want to understand different cultures. And I feel like that's what she does. They're also very blunt and say whatever is oh, on Oh, yeah, that's mind. true. They don't want to take the time to explain it to you. So they just blurt it out. Makes sense. I want to be friends with a Sagittarius. I've never been friends with a Sagittarius. I don't know one who is a Sagittarius. I've only known one person that's a Sagittarius, but he's also a terrible human being. <laughs> so I want to know someone that's a Sagittarius that isn't a terrible human. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Professor McGonagall, I think, is a Leo. Yeah. She protects everybody. She takes care of people mm -hmm. at her own expense. And she always tries to make sure that she looks like she's important to everybody, but on the inside, she's a ah. big old softy. Yeah, for sure. She puts on that mask of For sure, arrogance. a Leo. Yeah, makes me happy. I love her. Hagrid. Hagrid's so cute. He's my other favorite. <laughs> Snape and Hagrid. I know they're complete opposites, but Hagrid also loves animals, and so do I. Mm, maybe a cancer? Oh, yeah, because he doesn't really like to be around people. He likes to be around animals. Mm -hmm. But he he's also is outgoing. And he's super loyal and has, like, an emotional bond with people. That's a cancer. So cute. I think it's funny that all of the cancers that I've met, except for one, considers they always consider themselves loners. And I'm like, they loner. are. I don't yeah. think they, they are, though. Okay. They have a mask with a cancer yeah. where it's very much like, I'm super outgoing and I'm super friendly and all of these things. But in reality, I just want to stay home and not hang out with you because I need my alone time. <laughs> yeah, with the things that I like, a.k.a. his animals. Yeah, that's a cancer. So I love me a cancer. So cute. Very, they're not a lot of pressure and they say what's on their mind. <laughs> Adorable. Dobby. I love Dobby. Dobby's my other favorite. <laughs> Dobby, uh... I feel like Dobby might be an Aries because he's very emotional, but he also does dumb things for yeah, no reason. Dick. For no reason. And like, and he doesn't follow anybody else. You tell him to yeah. do something. And he's like, Dobby's going to do what Dobby wants. He I ironed my fingers. He literally <laughs> has a contract that he is breaking when he's at um, Harry's. The Dudleys or whatever. Yeah. He literally has a contract that he's breaking. And I think that's why he's like hurting himself because if you break a magical contract the magic kind of i don't know what the word is like opposite of coming out has like repercussions like retracts uh. so like unlucky things happen to you so i think the hitting himself oh. might be one of those things yeah he's trying to already cancel it so out he just doesn't care about authority <laughs> and aries yeah <laughs> and he doesn't think about things before he does it which is probably also why he died <laughs> dobby didn't die when did he die? I thought he got freed. I've never watched all the movies from beginning to end. Well, I'm very sorry that I ruined that for you. What? <laughs> but he's dead. He How was... did he die? He got freed. Harry freed him. He put a sock in the book. Yeah. They were in, I don't know where they were. I forgot where they were, but they were captured and brought to Bellatrix. And Bellatrix put them in an enchanted room. But because Dolby's an elf, he went in there and can bring them out. Because if you're enchanted, you don't, you can't use magic, but elves can go into enchanted things. So he breaks them out. And when he's like becoming a vortex and getting everybody out of the house, they like throw a knife at him and... The knife goes into the vortex with him, so he dies. You're welcome. Why did you have to ruin my whole Saturday? But because he's an Aries, what he was doing was he was, like, on top of a chandelier and was, like, unscrewing it so the chandelier would fall on people. Of course, because he he's was, a badass. And then he was pulling people into the vortex. Didn't think it through, and now he's dead. Because he's Aries. an Aries. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe he died. I thought Dobby lived forever, and he was a free elf. <laughs> You think they would put so much emotional whatever into an elf and not kill him? 
Why can't they kill the grumpy elf that Sirius has? It's literally like when you have a dog in any scary movie. Dobby's you know that not dog's a gonna dog. Die. I know, but He's you have the you have the same emotional attachment to a dog in a video or in a movie than you do to Dobby because <sighs> they're just so pure. Because he's so cute. <laughs> I hate you for telling me that. I don't know why you didn't expect it. Mm. Aren't you a psychic? <laughs> My heart gets in the way of things because <laughs> I'm a Leo. Your ego. That's exactly what your sun sign is. What? My ego? Yeah, that gets yeah. in the way. That's why you can't. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> I love too much. Too fiercely. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. We're talking about the sorting hat. Sorry, guys. I did put that on there. So we're talking about the sorting hat then? Yeah, go for it. Just for a second. Leo. You think? It reflects the personalities of who you've gone. Oh, God. I hate when you're right. (laughs) And she says it like I'm dumb, too. Because I hate Leo. (laughs) I hate looking at that shit. All right. So we're going to move on to Avatar. If you don't know what Avatar is, then- Avatar, the last airbender, not that blue movie crap. Yeah, not the movie- Oh, the blue movie. Yeah. yeah. Avatar, the, the the cartoon, guys. Yeah, The Last Airbender. So Aang. Aang is a Libra. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we said like, that in the first one. That is literally the definition of a Libra. The balance to the world. <laughs> Libra. <laughs> Makes sense. Got it. Zuko. Yeah. I think we said he was a soft boy Scorpio. Yeah, because of his loyalty to both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Soft boy Scorpio. Insane loyalty. And he has too many emotions. And, and then outwardly expresses yeah and then the reason emily hates katara is because she's a leo and she's a mom is she leo you tried to uh tell her that tell it you tried to tell me that she was not a leo the last time we recorded this i hate katara i know you do it's because she's a leo and she's a mom we mom everybody we have to have control that's the other thing about being a leo is we have to control everything but also act like we're not controlling things yeah she controls everything yeah she has too many emotions too many emotions it's called being a leo but <laughs> that's why i thought she was a water sign because she just feels so much it's my life every day it's why i'm tired all the time because i feel stop not feeling, only my emotions stop. but everyone else's emotions just gotta bring that aries up and just like tell your leo to chill out it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> overbearing yeah, hate moms hate katara Toph. Toph is me she's an aries yeah she is she does <laughs> impulsive runs away from her family and then also doesn't want to be a leader and doesn't care about anybody yeah, yeah. and doesn't think about any of her decisions and how they affect other people makes sense <laughs> <laughs> and also likes to talk people up emily if you ask her for advice she will tell you what she wants you to do not what she thinks you should do she's a very bad influence oh uh, yeah <laughs> Yep. Because I'm impulsive and I want to live through you. Yeah. Because I'm also selfish because I'm an Aries. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask Em for if like, should I get a fish? She's like, oh yeah, you should oh, definitely yeah, you get should a get fish. This one. I will help you do it. I will pay for this so that you could have one and I can look at it. That's what we did in college was we Aries. would buy fish. We would literally go to PetSmart and sit on the floor for three hours and go through every single fish. I need more fish. <laughs> <laughs> you should check out her Chin Villain channel. She has a fish. His name's Moose. He's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to Azula. Aquarius. Yeah, she's an Aquarius. And not a good Aquarius. Oh, I put Appa and Momo. Appa and Momo. Oh, I have no idea. Appa is a Leo, but he's the lazy Leo. He really doesn't want to do anything unless he has to, but he's 100% loyal and always there for everybody. A Taurus. I disagree. Why? Because he's the lazy Leo. He's the male lion that likes to lick his paws under the tree and do nothing unless he absolutely has to. But he will do anything and everything for the people that he's close to. I think he's a freeloader, Taurus. (laughs) So sorry if you're a Taurus, but... (laughs) Em's boyfriend is a Taurus. I think he's a Leo. Taurus. I love Appa. Like, he's literally the sign of a Taurus. A bull. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Taurus. A water bison. Sky bison. Water bison. Losing Water my mind. Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Biology. I know what you're thinking. Momo? He's got too much. You think Momo's is an Aries or a Sagittarius? An air sign. So you're like neither. <laughs> I don't know. What other air signs are there? Aquarius. Libra? He doesn't care about balance. He likes to just be there kind of, but also mess stuff up. He's curious. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a Libra. I'm saying what are the air signs? I'm looking. Hang on. Because an air sign is, like, always on their toes. Yeah. So, like, they get blown through things and somehow get past them without hitting them. You think he's a Gemini? Yeah. There we go. We figured it out. <laughs> he wants to be a part of something one second, and then he's like, nope, I'm out, and he just flies he's away. Got too much going on at all times. <laughs> That's cute. Okay. Uh Oh, 
Iro, my favorite. Iro. Iro. <laughs> I love him. I love how he spits hot verses of wisdom. Horus. I don't know. I think he might be a Libra because he's very close to Aang. He always wants to bring balance, but he looks at it more in detail than Aang does because he's older and he's been through more. No, I feel like he's always evaluating if it's worth it, but also not. But he's kind of like he's just real chill and he likes to eat things, <laughs> which is a Taurus. <laughs> he could be a Leo too, but also not do things for other people because he's older. I feel like as you age and you're a Leo, you still want to protect everybody, but you don't do it in a, like you don't present yourself in a manner where you're not true to who you are because he's confident in who he is, but he also tries to help both sides. Yeah, I could see him being a Leo. You should agree with me on this one because I'm a Leo and I just want everyone to be Leo. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) He's a Leo because he cares for anyone that is in need. Yeah. Even though he's a fire nation and shouldn't. But he comes off Taurus-y because he's like, I don't really want to be a leader, but if you need help, come under my wing and I'll help you. <laughs> oh, I love Iroh. Okay, Suki. Cause you Sagittarius. Love- Got it. Princess <laughs> Yue. I know. That's why I put her in here. You didn't, no one heard that. Say it again. I love Princess Yue. Yeah. She's my favorite. <laughs> I literally made artwork named after her. I know. So I put her in there. What do you think she is? And don't say. Clearly, she's water. Well, yeah. Are you going to say Pisces? Because she is the fish and the thing, but also, she's also yin and yang, which is. Yeah, she's a fucking Pisces. Okay. (laughs) Because nothing is her fault. Ah, and she's very emotional. Yeah. And everything that happens to her is also not her fault. It's someone else's fault. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're moving on to My Hero Academia. If you don't know what that is, we can't be friends. (laughs) We've just announced that we are full dorks but you probably all think we're crazy anyways real big weeboos <laughs> i mean that's what this whole channel is is weird things <laughs> dorks dorks all right so deku of course deku i like how of the paper that i wrote for this too this is all of the japanese names are spelled correctly okay but normal english was not spelled correctly in my notes what <laughs> literally azuku midoriya is spelled Midoriya. correctly where did you have it Katsuki Bak. No, I, I typed it out. Did you have out. your language in Japanese? <laughs> no, I typed them all out and they were right. <laughs> My God. You're welcome. Midoriya. We said Something that he's with a Leo. He's a Leo? Yeah, yeah. he's a Leo. Because we have to save everybody mm-hmm. and we're not confident, but we have That's to act literally... like we're confident in front of other people. That's why he was chosen over Bakugo. Because Bakugo's an Aries. Be... Yeah, Bakugo is an Aries. <laughs> he does not think about anything. And he's like, you all, I don't want you following me, but also I'm going to do my own thing 100% at all yeah. times. And I'm never going to have a filter on when I talk to anything. Yeah, he's also <laughs> over emotional and thinks things are his fault, even though it has nothing to do with him. Because yeah. As an Aries, everything has to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Selfish. Okay. Um, Kirishima. So the rock skin guy. He's not really it. supporting character. So I'm... he's gonna be a follower. No, he's a supporting character, but he does have. I know, but he literally follows Bakugo around like a pet, <laughs> like a little puppy. But he also is very like encouraging. So who would be a sidekick to a, like Pig? What is Pig? That's Emily's one chinchilla. She's a supporting character, but she's quiet. But I'm saying like... I don't know what Pig is. (laughs) Kirishima is very outgoing. Maybe he's a soft boy Scorpio and he's just loyal to... Yeah, that could be it. To Bakugo. Maybe. I could also see him being a Libra. Because he tries to balance him out. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Because he's like the exact opposite too. And that's what they say. Most compatible with a Libra because they chill you out. Mm. You're very unbalanced being an Aries. Interesting. Okay. All right, we got Tanya Ida. If you don't know who that is, he has the rocket calves. He runs real fast. Yeah. And every time he moves his arms, it's like he's running. It makes me he's happy. Sagittarius? What did you say he was? Well, he likes to boss people around. Oh, Aquarius? Capricorn. I think Capricorn. Because he, he's the... Uh... He doesn't necessarily want to take over the world, but he also wants to be important. And he ha- he's very goal-driven. He has one mm. goal and he wants to do it. And that's to help take his brother's position. He's, he's a Capricorn. Yeah. Um... Oh, Moneta. No. no. Minoru Moneta. He's why the did, guy with the sticky balls on his head. Why did his name leave your mouth? He should not be in the anime. I know, because he's so weird, but he also is like the comic relief of everything. But a I lot hate of the time. him. He should just not be in there. He also looks like Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's so obnoxious. So obnoxious. Oops. I'll get it. Future editing live. <laughs> Future editing live. Hi. Hey, yo, how's it going? Are you stressed out? Oh, um, because you have to have this done by tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna try to edit it by tomorrow. 
We'll see. I'm doing it for you. Please tune into this podcast if I do this for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we're just going to move on. I can't think about Sticky Balls. Well, I don't like him. <laughs> That's fine. If you want to tell us what you think uh, all for one, Moneta is. All for one. We already said he's a Leo too. Yeah. Because he literally saw Deku and was like, he needs help. I'm going to help him. Oh, God. And so many Leos together. They're all staring at their own trauma. It's also funny, too, because he puts on his mask of all for one when he inflates himself and has his big old suit on. <laughs> but in reality, he's a small dude that's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's right. literally Leos. God. <laughs> we put on our big old suit and talk in a big old voice that makes us sound important. But really, we're like, hey. He's the personification <laughs> of a Leo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even with the big old hair and stuff. Okay. Oh, I love Sui Atsui. Rappy. Rappy. I think she is, Um, I like how she always just tells people to call her Sue. Yeah. But like in a non-mean way. I Libra. wish I could be like her. She's a Libra. I'll agree with you. She is the balance. That's what makes her a good hero. Mm, makes she sense. balances out every other sign, aka a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the one that you, I don't remember if you like her or not, but Ochaku. Ochaku. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ochako. The gravity girl? Yeah, zero gravity. I hate her because she's like Sakura. She doesn't do anything. She's <laughs> all talk. All mm-hmm. talk and no do. I don't know what she is. I need a list. I had the list. I feel like she might be a Pisces. She's kind of <laughs> self-deprivating. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you uh, associate Pisces with self-deprivating. I don't know. I mean, I've had friends that are Pisces, but also like- Yeah, I, she's my a first, Pisces. My first boyfriend was a Pisces, and I literally told him that his friends were making fun of me, and I was like, can you maybe stick up for myself? Because I'm trying but to stick up for myself, but it's not. not. his fault. <laughs> exactly. So we didn't do anything about it, mm-hmm. which is why I oh, broke up God. with him. <sighs> that just gives me more and more information. About Talking me? to a Pisces about their emotions, it's like, you're only going to talk about- the Pisces emotions, you're not going to talk about yours. They're not going to let allow you to. Like, you're going to start talking about your emotions, and they're going to be like, well, that's great, but my emotions are more important. We're going to talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me sad because I was like, hey, your friends are being mean to me, and I can only stick up for myself so much, but as my boyfriend, could you, like, tell your friends to not make fun of me instead of laughing about it? And he was like, nope, can't do that because I have to be wishy-washy, and also it doesn't apply to me, so... <sighs> I lost a lot of friends. Made me sad. We're not going to bring that up today. It's because you're a Leo. I know. Because really... you're a Leo and you have to put a character up for everyone. And when they don't like what's behind the character, they don't know who you are and they don't be friends with you anymore. But I also like trauma helped make this friend group because I'm a Leo and I'm like, come here, yep. my friends. We're going to have a pride. And then they are disloyal to me and it hurts my heart because yeah. I'm loyal to a fault. That happens to me all the fucking time. <laughs> Trauma. It's not going to happen with me. So there. That's what I'm going to say to you. Even though you broke my heart with Dobby today. (laughs) Wow. All right. Kaminari. He's also a supporting character. He's an electricity guy. I love when he discharges and he's just. Scorpio. Oh, it's soft boy Scorpio. He's a soft boy Scorpio. Personification of Scorpio. I don't have a Scorpio friend. If you're a Scorpio out there and you want to be friends. I think I have one. She's a girl. Blair. You don't know her. She's Greer's sister. Uh, the best way for me to explain her personality is she should have went to school to be a lawyer because she can literally talk anyone into nonsense. Interesting. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> so we'd be friends. This yeah. is why I need a Scorpio yeah, friend. <laughs> okay, now we have uh, Kuda. He's the guy that talks to animals. I know nothing about that man. He doesn't talk. Well, yeah, but he's also like super quiet and he tries to help people. Cancer. There we go. <laughs> We're just going to put him in the same category as Hagrid. Oh, Cancer is just like, they have a smell, I swear. Uh, you can just, you just know that someone's a Cancer. I like Cancers. My friend Hectario is a Cancer. They have very, I miss working with him. They're very outward with their characteristics. <laughs> My other friend Makima, she's also a Cancer, and I love her dearly. All right, Tokoyami, Dark Spirit. Gemini. 100%. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, obviously. We have Yaya Rozu. She's the girl that makes anything from herself. She's a Virgo. Mm. That's what's literally her power. She needs to analyze the genetic or atomic makeup of every object so that she can use her lipids to recreate it. It's one of the most hardest powers in the series. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not she arguing. Has be, she has to be completely calculated. Yeah, 100%. Also, when you said All for One earlier, I thought you were talking about All Might. All for One is the Aquarius. Enough said. Yeah, All for One. 
is one for all. Yeah, but All Might is... Oh, because you don't have one for all on your little note sheet. Yeah, I just have All Might because I forgot what one for all was. All, all Might. For one. Uh, and then Todoroki. Todoroki, you said, was me. He, yeah, he is you. He it's walks me. into a room and says some really crazy shit that resonates <laughs> with you and you didn't think that, the per- that that was going to come out of the person's mouth. He is an airy son of Virgo <laughs> moon and a Leo rising. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just say that. We just evaluated his entire big three <laughs> because he is me. Like, literally in the comics, there are just scenes of him coming in at the worst possible time, making the most driest joke that you can possibly imagine. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> and that's me. It's so funny. <laughs> now that you know everything you need to know about the Zodiac science, we have made a very awkward skit about... <laughs> Extremely <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Yeah, it's a murder mystery, and we uh, killed the Leo because obviously Leos just need to be cut down a couple notches, and obviously the Aquarius is the one that did it. What? You can't tell them that? Yeah. (laughs) Tune into our YouTube channel. We did. We made a Zodiac murder mystery. It was super fun. Emily had a lot of fun at my house uh, being obnoxious. Being an Aquarius and taking over the world. We had so many character changes. We just brought clothes and started changing into different things. We were were 12 people and we were just two people. Yeah, it was really fun. My favorite part of the video is at the end, M puts like a credit roll and it's like our names of who's playing what Zodiac sign. It's just M, live. M, live. It's (laughs) so funny and it's so dumb. So if you have like, what was it, like eight minutes to kill... And you oh, just less than that. Want to watch something really dumb on YouTube? Please watch the video because it's just give us a big thumbs up to let us know you watched it. Yeah, it's pretty cute. You can also follow us on Facebook at MetaPsychics and on Instagram. And now, as we said at the beginning of the video, we have a TikTok. So tune into that. It's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really want to do a TikTok, but it's working, which is crazy. I mean, I told you it was going to. I That's know. Literally, where I find all the spiritual people is on TikTok. Spiritual TikTok. It's really great. So we're going to record another episode right after this because it didn't work. So it's tune all in. about spirit guides. Yeah. So tune into the next video next Sunday. All of our podcasts come out at 11, 11 a.m. each Sunday. And I'm going to try and get this one out to you guys ASAP. So make sure you are following our podcast so that you don't miss out. Yeah, we because are. We, because what, uh, mm. we are your friendly neighborhood meta side kicks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>